You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And you guys, I have an incredibly authentic heart that I am bringing to you today. Christine Bluebaugh, she is a conversation copywriter and copy mentor who helps online coaches and service-based entrepreneurs express their kick-ass messages in ways that their ideal clients cannot ignore. Her soulful copy style combines equal parts personality and persuasion to engage audiences, inspire sales, and turn readers into raving fans. Now, I'm a raving fan of Christine, so when she's not busy word wrangling, Christine can be found sipping green drinks, obsessing over Instagram feeds, and introverting like there's no tomorrow. Christine, I'm so glad you are not introverting today. I'm happy to have you. <laughs> and Thank you. Uh, Happy, happy not to be introverting for this as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can like hardly wait to get to the end where we have you have people go follow you on Instagram because that's where I've seen you. You are so attractive. You have this gravitational pull about you. And I am so excited to share that with our listeners. So give us a little bit about you. Sure. Well, thank you for that lovely introduction first. Um, but yeah, so like you mentioned, I am a copywriter. So I love helping other online business owners to share their messages and get their work out, um, you know, so that they can live out their purposes, help the people they're meant to help. You know, a lot of us are getting into this online business space because we want to work on our own terms. And so I love being able to use like my skills and my gifts to help other people do that for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really exciting for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, work-wise that's, that's kind of the, (laughs) that's kind of the jam. So I work with people on, like I do done for you copy for launches and sales funnels for coaches and service providers. And then I also mentor up and coming, um, entrepreneurs and teach them how to write their own copy Uh, it's something that's such a huge part of online business and something that everyone I think needs to have at least a basic skill level of. So, um, yeah, I love being able to support people in both those ways. Yes. I love it so much because we really have both of those hearts here in the Hearts Unleashed podcast. And what we're always talking about is going from dreaming to doing, but really when we're still in that dreaming phase, there's so much that's locked up in our hearts. And the way that you express yourself, the way that you support others and expressing themselves is just really inspiring, honestly. And so I love how you lead by example. Thank you. Everyone does find you on Instagram. Your story is so authentic and I'm really excited to get into that or like just really raw, really vulnerable and 
it just pulls on every heartstring. And so I love the way that you lead by example, whether you're actually writing for somebody or you're mentoring somebody on how to write, because I think that mentoring them on how to write, whether they're an entrepreneur or they're really just learning to express themselves, I see that you do that. And so it's very simple to follow. So please give us a little bit about your background and where you come from. Yeah, so I i mean, I've been writing my entire life. It's always been something that I've excelled at and been passionate about. I never considered it as a career because, you know, when I used to think of a writer, it was either like you made it big, like you were like a Stephen King or a JK Rowling, or you were starving and homeless (laughs) on the street. And so I was like, okay, that's probably not like the way to go. So I just never really considered it. Um, My background is actually in health and wellness. So I got really passionate about um, nutrition and holistic healing because I have dealt with a lot of my own health problems. Um, And I sort of went that route education wise. Um, I studied and worked in that industry for like a decade. Um, And I actually discovered online business through health coaching So I went to um, integrative nutrition and that was sort of like when I was exposed to the online business world and I was hooked immediately. Like the idea of being able to just like work virtually and have that location independence and all that was very attractive to me. I've always loved um, traveling and just kind of being on my own time and all of that. So um, yeah, I worked online in health and wellness for a few years and then started to kind of see how much people were struggling with the writing piece for their businesses. I had some friends and colleagues reaching out, kind of asking me for help. Um, and I was also sort of a little disillusioned with health and wellness by that stage. It wasn't what I had thought I think it was going to be for me. Um, so I was looking for something different. And I just kind of started putting myself out there as a copywriter and people were, I mean, it was, it was almost instantaneous. (laughs) People were just like flooding to me, um, looking for support with that. So uh, it hasn't been, you know, just a straight shot to success (laughs) since I started copywriting, but it's definitely been um, a really positive journey. And I've just, it's been so amazing. Like all the people that I've met and been able to support and living out their dreams, like I mentioned. So I love that so much. And I feel like you're speaking into the heart of an entire generation right now about Mm -hmm. when to school for something. Mm. And, you know, there's this structure that has been passed down. That was the priority. And now we're realizing, oh, I can be like something that's not on a list of college majors huh, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's really obviously nothing wrong with needing your major to get your degree to do what you need to do or want to do. But ultimately, when we grow up, we're just not as aware. And then there's so much more coming to the light as an option to live a different lifestyle. It doesn't have to look like nine to five. It doesn't have to look like Monday through Friday. And it can if that's what you want. But the fact that like, entrepreneurship has gotten so sexy. That's true. <laughs> I love yeah. talking about this topic because <sighs> I'm there like, and that's really what the Hearts Unleashed podcast is about because um, it's not so much about that there's anything wrong with the nine to five or going to school, but if you're not fulfilled and you said mm-hmm. you came disillusioned with that realm, I became disillusioned with teaching like the education system. And I really 
felt that in me as well. But I remember going through a phase of like, what's wrong with me? Um, how could I have thought this was my path? Now I'm here. Now I don't want it. I really had to sort through that. So what sort of feelings did you sort through in that process? Yeah, it was actually, so my, I did not take the traditional journey into like a career. So Mm -hmm. after high school, I didn't really like hunker down and go to college until my late twenties. I was just after high school, had no idea what I wanted to do and didn't want to go to college. So I didn't, I had adventures and did lots of things. But um, by the time I was in my late twenties and deciding on this health and wellness path, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to like, to figure it out because Mm -hmm. I was quote unquote older, like going to school and stuff. And so I felt like I needed a direction and I was so relieved when I found something that I was like, I actually want to do this. There had never been anything where I was like, this is the thing, you know? And I spent so much time and so much money and energy into this career path. And I I thought for sure that this was just what my life was going to be. And, you know, throughout that, my own health had been up and down. Um, And then in the like early 2010s, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I had just some other things going on. Like I was in an abusive relationship and all these things were happening. And my own health started to tank again. And it kind of got to the point where I was like, I can't support anyone else with their health right now because I have too many things going on with my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I made the decision to step out of that industry. And I was terrified Mm -hmm. Um, at the time. So I had lived on the West Coast of the US in Seattle for over 11 years the last like year and a half to two years I was there, I was feeling physically awful. Um, I ended up quitting my job and was like working in my own business, like full time ish, but not feeling well. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like, I can't keep doing what I'm doing. So I sold everything that I owned. I moved back to the Midwest where I'm originally from. And I was squatting in my parents' guest room at 35 years old. (laughs) So it was not a pretty situation. I was like, okay, I'm not doing this career anymore. And I have zero, I have no plan B. I have no idea what I'm doing next. Um, It was like winter. I mean, it was just like (laughs) so many things were going on. It was like an identity crisis because I had put myself into this, like I am... Um, I'm a recipe developer, I'm a nutritionist, I'm a personal chef, I'm all and that's how people knew me. And that's what I talked about. And stepping away from that and giving that up, it was like tragic. (laughs) Um, It was very challenging. Yeah, I was gonna say it, but I didn't want to assume it. But the identity crisis, I want to speak to it. Here is the health coach with the health problems, right? Like now what? Now where? And then you do surrender because I love pointing this out as far as, um, get a little bit technical for a second, but bankrupting, you have like to get to this emotional pit, this rock bottom where you just throw your hands up and you're like, that's it. I'm calling it. It's because something's got to shift. And I really love teaching people to recognize that because 
think about how far down we end up going sometimes when we could pivot sooner. We could stop digging a little bit sooner. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, it's totally, totally true. So I, I think my personal pattern in life is like, I'm just going to go all the way down and bounce. <laughs> I personally struggle to be like, okay, enough is enough. Now I'm going to like change directions. For me, it has to get really bad <laughs> first. Unfortunately, I don't know really what it's like to be like, oh yeah, okay, this isn't going well. I'm going to like pivot before everything hits the fan. Yeah. But I definitely, if people listening, if you're the type who can and can <laughs> recognize that, I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I, I just made a post about this. And the only reason I get to tap into it, because I'm with you, girl, I wrote a whole damn book about not quitting. For me, it was in college. I had my identity crisis when I tore my ACL as a collegiate athlete, a basketball player. And I wasn't damn done yet. I got my surgery. I was able to run. I was back in four months when you come back in, you know, six to 12, because I didn't know how to quit either. And it caused me five knee surgeries. It caused me this three-year dip. Like, I get it. And then you, there's so much emotional pain that we just put ourselves through. And most of us have to go through that to say enough really is enough. Now's the time. And that there's plenty of people, I don't know about how it goes with copywriting. I'd love to hear, but like with coaching, especially is there are people who come to me and we'll have like a discovery call and I'll just like, Hey, you're not ready yet. You're still like defending your viewpoint and it's okay, but you just haven't hit that emotional rock bottom yet. Come to me later when you're ready to get out of it. But right now you, you there's still something you love about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I can definitely see that. Like I'm as a copywriter, I'm not as much dealing with people's emotional selves, but there's definitely a parallel in that sometimes people come to me and they're just not ready to like take that business leap. You know what I mean? So it's similar in that sense, but yeah, I could definitely understand that. I think that's great. I'd love for you to speak from the copywriting side about people thinking they want to be entrepreneurs because Instagram has made it really sexy and we think it's all about the copy, but there's so much back behind the veil. Tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. So I think that building a business is like, there's a lot of maturity that has to be there. There's a lot of risk taking involved and certain types of people are going to be able to jump into that and just quickly take off and other people it's going to take time. Um, And depending on your situation and what you're doing, like you maybe don't have the patience to put that time in, or maybe you don't have the time for whatever reason, like because you don't have like the financial backing or something to take that time, whatever it is. Uh, but that's just something that you have to realize. I think that it's really easy to see people who are talking about how they made like six figures in six months or whatever, but it's like you don't know what that person's background is and how much time and effort they put into some other business before they got to the one that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that people need to understand that like it is really challenging. Um, it's I think it's possible for anyone, but like you have to really know yourself. You have to really be willing to take just epic action that doesn't feel good a lot of the time and um 
and just not give up on yourself. And I think it is really easy to see like all the glitz and glamour and the Instagram feeds and be like, oh yeah, that's, I can do that. Or I want to do that. But it's like, people are working their butts off to get all that epic content and everything going and create their programs and sell them and everything. And we don't see the, the failed launches and, um, you know, all of that stuff most of the time. So, yeah, yeah. I hear you that. And then by the time you ever hear of somebody, they've already made it for the most part. Mm-hmm. So exactly. that's, that's another piece of it. I want to talk a little bit more about social media syndrome, which I like to just rounded out about that. You're talking about going like in your late twenties is when you really started choosing a career. And it's that moment where we all say in our twenties, like I'm this age, I should have my shit together by now. Mm. Or like, I should have it all figured out. And I just, number one, I call BS. Uh, that's number one, but tell us more about that what you see because you're in that copywriting, you're in that world so much. And it's like a plague if we're not careful with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think for one, like I agree with you. The reality is like nobody ever has all of their shit figured out. Like it's a constant process. You never get there. For instance, you know, I thought that I had it together when I was like, Oh, nutrition, this is my thing. But then it's like later that changed. And then I was like, okay, I don't have it together. So it's like, things are constantly in flux. And so just let go of the idea that you're ever going to have it figured out because that's not really what it's about when it comes to building a business or life in general. It's about the process and what you learn and who you become um, as you go through it. And um, I forget, what was the original question? I totally <laughs> lost me. <laughs> but actually, I want to jump in with you there because you were talking about just that we never make it. There is no made it. It's an illusion. And so I'd love for you to speak to the being allowed to change, being allowed to evolve. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's important that we give ourselves permission to like accept who we are in different times and different moments and that things are going to change. And I think, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but what we were talking about before about having to hit rock bottom and not wanting to quit. It's like, for me, part of that has been like, okay, well, I said I was doing this, so I have to keep doing it. I can't change. But it's like, if we give ourselves the okay to just kind of go with our natural cycles and how we're thinking and feeling in different times, then we can save ourselves a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we can be happier people. We can, experience more growth. Um, and I think really for me, like what saddens me (laughs) is that like those times when I do latch on often it's because I'm like, okay, well, what's the outside world going to think? Like what's society going to say? What's family going to say? Uh, what does this mean about me? Um, if I change my mind, I believe that I'm this type of person. That means that I don't do X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? And it's like when we create these rules and regulations for ourselves, it holds us back from so much and it makes things take a lot more time. Like imagine all the things that we could do if we gave ourselves full permission to just be like who we are and want what we want 
and go after what we want to go after in every moment. Like that would be, um, it would be amazing. <laughs> you're speaking straight into my soul. I love it. So much. <laughs> Actually, you're speaking straight into the soul of Hearts Unleashed. Like you can change your mind, you can grow, you can evolve. And I love that you brought up how external that is. I can't change because I've already set my identity up this way. And this is how people see me now. What will they think of me when I switch? So Mm -hmm. I love using this example. Anytime I get the chance to is like a child switches, like, like I want to play with the truck now. I want to play with the Barbie now. Like, or I want carrots and peas. Like I just, (laughs) it's so simple to switch what you want and your desires and what you love and your, what you prefer. Now, even as we've grown up, we have been conditioned to change and evolve, right? Like we go through adolescence, then we enter into middle school for a couple of years. Then we are trained to change into high school and adapt and like kind of pivot a bunch. And then we get to like college or, or the workforce and we have to pivot again and we have to adapt again. So it's so funny how in our youth, we have actually been conditioned that it's okay to change and evolve, but then we're supposed to pick one career for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. And so it just doesn't jive and we can make it okay to keep evolving. Yes. Yeah. I grew up in a very sort of like old school environment. Like my parents are old fashioned. My dad worked for the same company pretty much his entire life. You know, like my mom stayed home for a lot of my youth and then she ended up having her own business, but it was very much like you have the same life for your whole life and that's it. And so I've carried that even though like I feel differently and I see other people living differently. I still carry some of that like, oh, I shouldn't be doing all these different things because that's not, that's not what, how life is supposed to be. Even though I'm like, well, I don't want to always do the same thing. I don't want to always live the same way. Like that's boring. (laughs) Um, yeah. So it is interesting how that past conditioning like sticks with us. I'd love to speak to that because I mean, conditioning is conditioning. So what have you had, like, I know there's remnants of it and we'll always be giving up those belief systems. Cause like I, my realization was when, cause I'm from Indiana I you're from Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got that Midwestern mentality. <laughs> yeah. home, like, that's what you do. This is what, how it is. And yeah. it's okay. But when I moved out West and I saw how many different lifestyles there were, I was like, I'm late to the show. Oh my God. So with that being said, what have you had to give up in order? What sort of mentality and thought processes or belief systems have you had to give up to have this life? Yeah, that's, in, that's interesting. Um, so I was very much like growing up, I was always sort of like the way everyone was like, didn't really make sense to me. I was always like the different one. I hung out with like people who were sort of like the outcasts or whatever. I'm from like a pretty small town. You know, I was always quote unquote, like different. And I left as soon as possible. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I knew that the way that I thought and the way that I wanted to live, I wasn't going to find that where I was from. And so I took off and started kind of seeing the world pretty young, like 19. And so I was exposed to a lot of different types of people and lifestyles and stuff like that. Even though I was pretty sheltered, like growing up, um, you know, as soon as I was 
of adult age, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to like see something different, do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was, it didn't feel so much like I was giving up beliefs or mentalities because I felt like I didn't hold the same beliefs and mentalities as the people that I grew up around. Mm. But it's funny because the older I get, the more I sort of see this stuff like creeping back in. It's wow. really strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> just sort of like the pressures of, you know, settling down and having a family and living in one place. And um, yeah, and I'm just like, oh yeah, like I find, like I have this online business now. So like, I want to travel more and I want to go like maybe live in Europe for a year or something like that. As I've reconnected more with my family as an adult, like right over the head, they just don't, um, they don't understand it. And so I sometimes judge myself based on their not understanding. Mm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, no, it really does because I really get that there's been a contrast forever. There's been a contrast between where you grew up and the way that you know yourself to be. So tell us more about who you know yourself to be. Hmm, that's a good question. So I know myself to be very um, curious about other people, other ways of living, um, very like conscious of how I um, show up, how I behave, how I speak. Um, also conscious about things like, you know, taking care of the environment and putting what I put into my body and doing my best to, um, like, I want to create a life that I feel good about and inspired about. Um, I see, a, you know, a lot of people in my past life who are very much just like sort of like in the rut, you know what I mean? Just kind of like day after day after day and it's all sort of blends together. Um, and like, I want to be mindful about the life that I'm creating and, um, you know, experiencing things that make me happy, mm-hmm. uh, not doing things just because it's what you do or, um, what people say is like the right way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of like the core of it. Yeah. And so then you've reached levels of success that many aspire to reach. And I'm sure like with every level that job's never done, remember that evolution's never done. So what does it look like at this phase of your life to live your heart unleashed? Kind of building on what I was just talking about. It's like now I have more freedom. Um, so I think it's about really staying connected to like what I, what I really want in life. Um, and like using the freedom that I'm creating to like live that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, even though it's funny because sometimes it's like, it's, even though the goal has been to create an online business and have freedom, sometimes it's easy to get wrapped up in like the work mode and the constant achievement mode and forget that the whole reason that I'm doing this is so that I can have this like life that I want, not just so that I can work all the time. So yeah, it's really just staying true to myself, taking good care of myself, um, expressing myself as openly as possible. Um, You know, a lot of people thank me for keeping it quote unquote real, um, in the way that I share online. So trying to do that with as much grace as possible and going for what feels good to me, not just what people say is successful or. I've never asked this question on the podcast, but you seem like the perfect person. What 
are you here to say? That's a really good question. (laughs) So a lot of my experience, a lot of things that I've been through in my life have all been, I think, compounded because of lack of just um, believing that it was okay for me to, um, to share, to express myself, to be seen. Um, and so I think that I'm here to say that like every, like you're, you are worthy, you listening, um, like you belong and anything that you're going through, like just ask for the help that you need. Mm. Um, that's kind of what it has come down to in my life. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that like, I'm not here to do this alone and neither is anyone else. Mm. Love it. Love it. And what would you tell younger you going through the pits, going through the stuff? I mean, a lot of what I just said and Mm -hmm. ask for help and you are loved and you are worthy and that, like it's going to be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a very, I mean, your message is very clear and powerful and it's beautiful. And so when like, there's many of us going through that, that phase, that just self-discovery, that dealing with self-worth, you know, dealing with, am I good enough? Is my message worth sharing? And being someone who so eloquently shares What sort of tips do you have for someone who's beginning this process of self-discovery, but also like the openness, the authenticity of actually speaking your truth? I think that it's something that I hear from a lot of people, uh, especially like when they're just starting out and they're, you know, they're wanting to show up online and be, you know, authentic and real, uh, but they're afraid you know, it's kind of scary to be vulnerable, like what will people think and all of that. Um, And so I think from on a practical level, it's kind of like baby steps, like practice sharing things that you feel okay with. Um, I always recommend, especially when you're kind of just get like new to this is share things that you feel like you're coming from a place of healing as opposed to a place of pain. Um, so things that you feel like have resolved on some level for you. Um, and then, you know, as you, it's sort of a muscle, like the more you do it, the more comfortable you become and the more you'll see that people typically respond really positively when you kind of bury your soul. Um, I get so many messages and emails and things from people just saying like, Oh my God, thank you. Like, or I needed to read this today or, um, you know, I went through something similar. So like you're helping other people who are in the place where you were, um, to see that there is a way out to see that they're not alone and that, um, someone else understands them. Uh, and it's also, I've found like, healing for yourself to just kind of like, be like, you know what, this thing that I've been holding on to that I've felt maybe shameful about, I can share it. And it's okay. Like it doesn't, it actually is empowering. It's not something that I need to hold inside and be ashamed of. I love it. I love it so much. Because 
I really enjoy serving the Hearts Unleashed community and many of us are really still building that muscle, still in this inquiry phase about this growth process. And so I love what you said about healing for yourself. And then the fine, very fine line that you drew is share what you've already begun to heal, share from a place of healing as opposed to a place of like wound or current recovery. Um, I think that's so great because I want to share it on a, on a, like a lighter level. It's the difference between sharing, airing your dirty laundry and then mm-hmm. sharing authentically. Speak to that by Miss Copywriter. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, responsible sharing versus showing up and looking like a hot mess. Like, you know what I mean? And the more you do it, the more you sort of see, um, you know, where that line is for you and, you know, how people are responding and things like that. Mm. I love that. Um, how people are responding. Let's dive into that just a little bit, because I think in my own experience, I'm going to share, and then I'd love for you to, you know, this is your, I love talking to you, by the way, I'm having so much fun. Me too. With um, this whole growth process, you begin sharing and there are things that people respond to and then things that people don't respond to, like they just don't resonate or whatever that may be. And you know, you're sharing authentically. Then when people start to catch on and then there's that new stage of like keeping up with what you've already done or like, how do I top myself? How, you know, especially if you are someone who's trying to actually grow a following or be impactful, be a thought leader, speak to that a bit. Cause I mean, that, that's something that unless you get there, you don't know it kind of exists. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I think that, um, something to keep in mind is when you are, especially when you're first getting started, it may seem like people aren't, oh, you're not getting like likes or you're not getting comments or whatever. Um, Keep in mind that there's always people watching who aren't responding. They're paying attention, they're reading your stuff, but you don't see them. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's always those people. Sometimes people will reach out to me and it's been like, yeah, I started following you like two years ago, but I've never like, and I've never seen their name or anything. So Um, keep that in mind. And then as you do start sharing, I think that it's not really about topping yourself. I think that that's something you always want to keep in mind is you're not trying to constantly outdo yourself. But as you go through this personal growth process, the lessons that you learn will become more profound. The more that you share and write online, the better you will get at that skill. So over time, what you're sharing will just naturally progress. Try not to put too much pressure on yourself. Because if you are coming from a place of just sharing your real experience, it's not about how many likes or how many comments or whatever that you're getting. It's about getting your message out. It's about that healing for yourself. It's about connecting with other people. And it doesn't matter. Like not every post that you write is going to be amazing. Not every email is going to get like tons of responses or whatever. And that's okay. That's just part of the process. And it's, that's a hard lesson to learn for, I think for everyone, because like our egos love that gratification of like the the hearts and the, the numbers and all of that. Um, but just be gentle with yourself and kind of constantly remind yourself what it's really about. 
Yes, I love that tip so much. And it kind of points to the beginning of our conversation that you never make it. There's this constant evolution. So there really is always something new and fresh to share. And then thanks for talking about those hearts and likes and comments because it's the dopamine. It's the serotonin. It's like, ah, yeah. they like me. <laughs> yes. So externally driven. So to begin to wrap this up, what sort of tips do you have that people, we get outside of ourselves, we get very um, interested in the, the proof for the validation, but what do you have to say to someone really creating, like in their self-love process and self-acceptance journey? Um, what do you have to say to them as far as, yeah, just what do you have to say to them? <laughs> yeah, I would say like always remember kind of like what your purpose is. So if you are a coach, let's say, I'm guessing you didn't become a coach because you wanted to get a lot of likes on Instagram. You became a coach because you are passionate about something, you want to help people. Um, so br always bringing it back to that. I also always recommend, I think this is good at any stage of business, whether you're newer or like advanced, is to connect with people, like real people. Um, it's really easy to start to see your followers and your community and everything as just a number or an amount of people. Um, but being able to just hop on a call with some people from your community and just connect with them on a human level, um, it can kind of bring you back to like why it is that you're doing what you're doing. And the fact that like behind all of those hearts, there's actually real people um, and you're here to help them and serve them in some way. So just kind of always coming back to that. Um, another thing I always like to tell people just from like a practical business level is that the one with the most followers isn't making the most money typically. Like there are people with very small communities who have very lucrative six and seven figure businesses because it's not all about social media. Mm -hmm. So remember that, like nurture the ones you've got um, because you don't need a ton of people to have a really successful business. Mm -hmm. I love that tip so much because I'll uh, straight up, like I, it seems so attractive. Like, you know what I mean? It gets, it's easy to want that hit that 10 K hit that, this hit that, that. And like, it's like luring, like, yeah, we have free candy over here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, totally. what you said was so perfect to really just put a little, a little heart on a little bow on it is behind those hearts are real hearts. Like there's a heart beating that tap that screen. And so I think that's perfect. I think it's beautiful. And when we are sharing our message that it's coming from our heart, our minds do really funny things. And mm -hmm. so when we can just really show up as ourselves and be authentic, I think that just makes the biggest difference. And I want to thank you, Christine, for showing up and sharing your heart and your authenticity. It's been amazing. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. This has been really fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. And so where can we follow you? Where can we follow your journey? Yeah, so um, christinebluebaugh.com is kind of like my online HQ. Um, I have some free um, copywriting goodies that you can download there. And then Instagram is also at christinebluebaugh. So I would love to hang out with you. Definitely follow along, send me a message so we can say hi. Awesome. You guys, she will be tagged. All her website will be in the show notes. So you can find her very easily, especially in this social media world. Thank you for being a light 
in our timelines. Thank you for being someone who really does share authentically and we get to see an evolution of an actual human, not of a timeline or a grid. So thank you for being who you are. Thank you. That's really sweet. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Take care. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.